suddenly it was just about this super serious deadly Chinese woman <laughs> yeah. I was like hey this is not fantasy lah. we have these people in real life they're called accountants <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita the podcast so I've decided allowing your partner to do trips without you I think is a good thing <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend Jonathan did a boys trip to Nepal and he came back with presents I love presents yeah, see, I don't get this buying presents for people for no reason because it wasn't your birthday right or, or Christmas or International Girlfriend's Day or <laughs> he does this a lot actually it's uh, it's very sweet like he'll go out for half an hour so he'll come back with something for me what yeah so buying something from Nepal is like a given you know although I must say I did not expect it but yeah couples do this kind of thing oh okay well then you went to Langkawi with yeah. your sisters correct yes what present did you get him from Langkawi I got him happy juice <laughs> I love happy juice <laughs> <laughs> yeah his favourite so anyway he got me a Tibetan singing bowl is that how you pronounce it Tibetan 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 yes okay singing bowl and it's so cute because I've never asked for a singing bowl before but I love it so much thing is I've always had a problem with making it sing I don't know how to do it Uh, stop 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 okay first of all what is a Tibetan singing bowl uh, okay, so it's like uh, made out of seven different metals or something like that. This bowl, it comes with a stick and it's used for meditation or to relax by emitting vibrations. Because you know, our body is made up of like 70% of water, right? So when this vibrates, our body responds to, uh, to it to make us yeah, feel calm. Okay, and, and, how, and how do you make it sing? Okay, so like I said, it comes with a stick. You're supposed to run the stick around the rim of the bowl to make uh, this sound. You put your finger on the glass and you turn it round yeah, and round. Okay. Sort of. Uh, so it's apparently good for healing as well. But anyways, I've always tried to make these different you know singing bowls sing mm-hmm. before. Like I went to the temple in Phuket, the big Buddha temple. Right. I tried it there, cannot work. Oh. I tried it in my friend's house. Didn't work either But then When Jonathan showed me How to do it Yesterday I could Ayo This one of those Power of love stories <laughs> Is it Well done Juanita Good Actually I have a bowl also really? But mine is a bit different no? Mine is I sit on the bowl Then I sing no. yeah, It's called toilet bowl <laughs> So disgusting Fly FM We're talking about presents and gifts Because my boyfriend got me a Tibetan singing bowl Which I never asked for But I absolutely love mm-hmm. Douglas was saying that he has gotten weird gifts y- Yes <laughs> uh, Because uh, once when I was I think, nine years old I got a chemistry set Okay Yeah, I remember thinking Why am I getting this chemistry I'm an artist <laughs> <laughs> You give this chemistry yeah. set to a kid who's a mad scientist or whatever lah, right? <laughs> Yeah, not a kid who's just mad right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, because I've, I've never shown any uh, science potential yeah. I've always been to entertainment you know. Like I, right. I would stand on my couch at home Which is my fake stage yeah. right? And then I'll sing to my family members Holding a fake mic Oh, so cute <laughs> Then after that, they were fake applause <laughs> What was uh-huh. fake? What, uh-huh. huh? they, the applause was real, okay? They were standing ovation somehow <laughs> okay? no, Or I would like imitate cartoon voices Or Bruce Lee Aww. dialogue And stuff like that But who gave you this chemistry set then? Ah, it happened so long I want to say my second grand auntie she okay. sounds the most plausible because her kids yeah. ah so her kids were very clever right. brilliant even one of them uh, made it to a professorship in Cambridge you know right. he was lecturing in Cambridge he even did research there wow. uh, then he moved to Singapore but Singapore was still all our talent uh, anyway so <laughs> b- both her kids super brainy so I think maybe she thought hmm my children are smart uh, because of the gifts I give them right <laughs> so she decided to help you out because she could see that you were a bit of a dodo right <laughs> probably <yeah. laughs> do you play with the set Play what? It's not a toy. It's homework. <laughs> <laughs> I I did use the uh, beaker. You know the the science beaker. Yeah. I use that quite a lot. I won't say what I use it for. Okay. But if there's a sudden urine test, uh, I'll ace that. Oh my. <laughs> 
god. <laughs> Fly FM. So because of the food supply shortage, this Para MB tells people to grow their own vegetables and breed their own livestock. Oh no, yeah, yeah, I'll totally grow my own food as soon as they make a tree that grows chakwiti. <laughs> So I was just Nangja. He suggested this as a solution to combat the prices of food going up. He right, also right. says that if you grow and breed your own food and got surplus, you can later sell them. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, he said also breeding our own livestock and growing your own vegetables can reduce how much we rely on imports. Right. I don't know lah. I think having more locally grown produce like vegetables is good, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if it works on like an individual level. No, no, yeah. Because the thing is, right? We used to grow our own vegetables, right? No, used to breed our own livestock. No source for our own water during mm. Zaman Paleolithic. <laughs> but we kind of moved on now, right? With civilization and supply chain and specialization and whatnot. Yeah. So while I think the advice is logical and can definitely help with like the food shortage problem, mm. it's not the solution people want to hear. It, it's, it's like when you go to the doctor and you and then you say like, no doctor, when I sit down, now my knees pain. Yeah. And the doctor's advice is, uh, don't sit down. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have actually experienced something similar when I studied in the UK uh, when I was a Tesla scholar. Right. Because at that time, uh, the Asian financial crisis of 98 and all that, yeah. the ringgit was really bad lah, compared to the British pound. Right. So our scholarship money was paid in ringgit and it was not enough to cover our expenses in the UK. You know. What expenses did you have apart from food and drinks? Uh, we also had to pay for accommodation. Okay. We also had to pay for some extra tuition here and there and also some uh, this books are uh, cost-related material. Right. So then when we heard that a uh, ministry official was coming to... to uh, Canterbury at that time yeah. to address the issue we're quite excited like, so we'll get more money all, like. so uh-huh. he came he expressed concern and then he basically said no, we understand no, you don't have enough money uh-huh. so we hereby uh, allow you to work <laughs> They didn't up the amount or anything. No, no, they didn't. Uh, but, but at least he asked us to grow our own food. Like, <laughs> no, because we live in student accommodation. Where, yeah. where your garden? There's no garden. There's no yard. So how? So grow what? Right? Yeah. So use my couch to grow couch potato. <laughs> use, the, use the bathroom to grow mushroom. And then, no, your feet, no. Your feet can grow what? What? Tomatoes. <laughs> Fly FM. As you know, we're facing a rise in price when it comes to food. Yes. But this Pera MB suggests that we grow our own vegetables and breed our own livestock to curb this issue. Yeah, yeah. Ingenious. <laughs> so Douglas was talking about saving money as a student in the UK when it comes to food. Mm. How did you do it? We basically had very little money. Yes. Uh, in, in when we were studying in the UK, and mm-hmm. so most of the Malaysian students uh, decided to buy ingredients and cook lah. Right. The old-fashioned way. But, as you know, I cannot cook. <laughs> yeah. You only pandai goreng story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So, I went shopping for bargains and I, and I, and I stumbled on these cans of SpaghettiOs right. uh, in tomato sauce. Guess how much they cost? Uh, no, 10, 20p. 2p. Oh. 2p per can. Right. So that's like what? Back then, 18 cents. Wow. Unheard of, right? Yeah. So, I was like, oh, this is going to sustain me throughout my stay in England. Wow. <laughs> I bought 20 <laughs> cans. It was awful, man. <laughs> you didn't try like, adding salt and pepper to I, it? I don't know, man. For this one, you need to add ubat bio. <laughs> <laughs> I think this needs two tablespoons of anesthetic. <laughs> so, what do you do with the food? Throw it out to eat. No, but, but eventually, I found out that the markets in England, they would yeah. throw away a uh, fish head one, no? Oh. Those are salmon fish head uh, and then odds and ends stuff like that. Because yeah. apparently, the matsali, the matsali cannot eat food if it's staring back at them. <laughs> <laughs> they feel very gilly. Right? So, I would buy these uh, things that they don't want yeah. and they will say they can't
trying to give it to me lah. It's part of the I don't know the rule or whatever they said you can get it for one pound. Right. So but it's odds and ends fish head off for one pound. Yeah. And just dump it in some curry paste lah. I mean you you do what you have to do, correct? Mm, or not? Nice. Last time my sister used to put raw egg in hot rice if we didn't have anything to eat. Like make sure the rice is steaming oh, okay, hot, okay, right? Yeah. Then she'll crack the egg on it, put a bit of ketchup and mix it all up. But, but what, what happened here? You bankrupted your family <laughs> this time? Or, like why? Why so kasian? <laughs> no lah. I don't think he had anything to do with money. I think it was because she was tasked with taking care of me. So it's just simple, simple lah. Oh. But it was really set up. I remember craving it and asking for it. <laughs> but I only wanted my sister Joanna to make it. Nobody else did it right. I actually can see myself eating that as well. Yeah. But I think I'll garnish it with you know, a bit of smoked duck. <laughs> <laughs> Some wagyu sirloin, maybe a bit of truffle, just simple, simple line. <laughs> Fly FM. So the Dataran Merdeka open house turned ugly when the crowd started to shove each other for free fried chicken. Uh, you guys, come on, like it's Hari Raya, not Hari Raya. <laughs> Don't laugh like this. Bad shape. So it was a TikTok video that went viral, and in it you see the visitors of the open house, both young and old, yeah, men and women. Scramble for free fast food fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Some people were even in pain because of the overcrowding. Uh, an auntie fell, Oi. almost getting trampled, and authorities were yelling. It was chaotic. No, yeah. see, no, I understand giving out free food is good I mean, it's charitable and, and all that But if you do it this way uh, What do you expect is going to happen? Malaysians aren't going to wait patiently la. Yeah, We will rush Even when getting off the plane <laughs> la, We rush yeah, yeah. Almost every other nationality Will sit quietly and wait for the signal But Malaysians who are already grabbing bags la, <laughs> Rushing out As if the terminal is going to run away you know? <laughs> <laughs> I seriously think Malaysians are getting less considerate though uh, Okay, I went to Singapore recently for a shoot, right? Uh-huh. I saw the strangest thing Oh, UFO? <sighs> strangest thing Not stranger things <laughs> Apa lah <laughs> I, I was shooting at the Singapore University of uh, Social Sciences As I yeah. entered the main building There was a long line of students Going in you know Yeah Now I thought they were lining up for Oh uh, to see you <sighs> No <laughs> Now I thought maybe they were lining up To enter some exam hall or whatever Yeah But they were actually lining up To enter the lift No way Yes There were four lifts at the lobby <laughs> Like a normal lobby But they all stood in one orderly line Wow if Malaysia means uh, What line will crawl around the lift Correct or not We yes. stand facing the door As close as possible exactly. Even before the people inside Can come out We are rushing in already Sorry yeah. you are all Going up with me Why <laughs> FM So these people Decided to make A horror movie Starring Winnie the Pooh After the character's Copyright expired Like this show Malaysia was censored Right what? Oh, Winnie the Pooh Don't wear pants People like this See Bogel running around <laughs> So Disney's cute version Of Winnie the Pooh Has been copyrighted For the longest time Right Right, but that mm-hmm. copyright expired Which means Anybody now Can make content Based on that character oh. And it's how This horror movie Came about I think the first scene Is Pooh and Piglet Eating Eeyore Oh so the Chinese lah What? <laughs> 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 wow, got donkey chai, whole sick, uh. no, yeah. <laughs> no but they are doing A lot of uh, Live action remakes uh, Because they, yeah. did, they did For Mulan Then Beauty and the Beast Oh yeah I didn't like them oh. it's, it's like not magical enough And it didn't have enough Elements of playfulness I feel It wasn't oh. even funny right. Like in Mulan Right? Oh my god, I was so upset. They took away the dragon. There was no Mushu. <laughs> How can they not have Mushu? <laughs> no, I heard they, they took out all the comedy from Mulan. Yeah. But suddenly it was just about this super serious, deadly Chinese woman. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, this is not fantasy. Like. We have these people in real life. They're called accountants. <laughs> 
No, but this Winnie the Pooh horror twist could be interesting, you know. Because now that Winnie is public property already, right. I think more movie studios should just add him to their movies. Lah, right? <laughs> got the Avengers, like, interesting. The newest member of the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> We need the pool, and he's there. You're like, oh, honor to be an Avenger. <laughs> oh, I think you have an end problem because I saw one in my honey, so I smushed it. No, we need that was Ant Man. You can just kill Ant Man. Actually, Malaysian movies yeah. should also benefit from this. Get yeah. we need the pool to come over here. Okay. Then they can star alongside Shahzi Sam and and Zizan Raza. What? The latest movie of boom, Police Evil. <laughs> Fly FM. So Winnie the Pooh is being made into a horror movie. How terrible! Because I used to watch it every day when I was growing up, mm. right? And it got us wondering, what was your comfort childhood movie? So, so this comfort uh, childhood movie is movies that make you comfortable when you watch it, or no lah? <laughs> it's like I'm... it's like a movie you watch repeatedly growing oh, up. Oh, okay, like your favorite childhood movie, lah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So mine was called Little Princess. Uh, it was about a little girl who had to move from India to the US because her father had to fight in World War One. That's so, a, that a dark story, man. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But she would tell stories about India and there were elements of magic in it. She also had a wild imagination and she stood up to people who like bullied her, you oh, know, okay, and always okay. spoke her mind. So as a five-year-old, I loved it. So it was very empowering. Like, you yeah, were, yeah, okay. correct. What was yours? Um, <laughs> I think a lot of, a lot of guys are going are to recognize this one. What? <laughs> Bruce Lee's Way of the Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is one where he fights Chuck Norris in Rome. Oh wow Yeah 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 When I watched it as a kid It was super awesome lah, right? There were very beautiful scenes They got martial arts And all this okay. yeah, As I got older I was like A lot of this Doesn't make sense You know <laughs> <laughs> First of all This is back in the 70s yeah. right? What's a bunch of Chinese people Doing in Rome <laughs> Chinese people Are everywhere what? <laughs> well, Okay true So <laughs> But then, what are the odds that these Chinese people are there? They yeah. have a Chinese restaurant, and then they get harassed by a black gangster yeah. in Roma, who then hires a Japanese fighter <laughs> <laughs> and Chuck Norris to fight Bruce Lee. I remember, the, I remember the, the iconic fight though. It was at the Colosseum. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Because if you're going to fight in Rome, where else am I right? <laughs> uh, and Bruce Lee's uh, boss move yeah. was when he grabbed Chuck Norris's chest hair. What? Yeah, yeah. He grabs this muscleless chest hair and pulls it out, <laughs> and Chuck Norris like. Like that. But he, he couldn't do it To Bruce Lee yeah. You know why? Yes. Chinese No chess <laughs> Fly FM Since we're talking about movies again We thought we'd bring in our co-worker Who reviews movies on YouTube He's got 11 followers now <laughs> So he's definitely going viral <laughs> He's here to talk about His favourite kids movie Hi Mosin Hello Juanita So today I would like to discuss A kids movie That is very near to my heart yeah, okay. It's very inspiring mm-hmm. Because after watching it I was inspired uh, To watch more movies Okay Yeah. So it's a movie series About this small boy He's a, he's a prodigy okay. And he's very smart With the engineering You know He mm. loves to show off His uh, contraptions To his friends and, and the friends Are always very surprised To see these inventions Even though most of them Are grown ups I see Yeah And the inventions Are mostly games uh, That he invites Many strangers To his house To play uh, the, the games And sometimes He plays at his house Sometimes he goes To their house To play And he loves to leave uh, These uh, little notes And voice recordings So the players Can learn how to play 
okay. you know okay. uh, it's also very educational because you learn about locks and keys and power tools you learn oh. also about the human anatomy and the chemical gases it's like biochemia and kemahiran hidup all in one wait Mohsin are you talking about Saw is this a Saw franchise yes precisely Saw oh so the smart boy was the one on the tricycle yeah, yeah the boy in the clown paint he's very cute oh, but Mohsin this is not a kids movie it's a horror movie those inventions were the torture traps that kill the victims if they can't solve them so, yeah the games were very high stakes you know but children love games no it's not for children Mohsin it's very violent very 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 gory mm, yeah, that's an interesting perspective uh-huh. okay so what do you rate this series of movies well okay it has a lot of heart Right, it shows the ingenuity and creativity in designing puzzles, uh, yeah. and the plot is always so engaging. So zero stars. Okay, so I'm glad you're not recommending to children. But why zero stars? No, because when I was watching the movies, I realized that the director is James Wan. You know, yeah. James Wan is orang Malaysia. Yes. Yeah, but none of the characters spoke Malay, so this is not in line with Kroger Malaysia. You know, oh, it's not recommended. Okay, thank you, Mose. Fly F. It's time for Mina Saleh. She's an English teacher with three very peculiar students. English class with Mina Saleh. Good morning, class. All right, your word of the day is ongoing, which means continuing or still in progress. As you know, you are meant to create a sentence using the word ongoing. Katija. The journey of faith is an ongoing process. Yes, very good, Katija. All right, Ladu, form a sentence using the word ongoing. I know this. There's a lot of people are struggling to make ends meet. No, come on, auntie. They came to my house. Just my mother say, hey, can I borrow from uh, you? Then my mother scold back say, hey, you borrow from me. Then I borrow from who? Then my auntie say, then you borrow from the bank. Then my mother counted. He say, then why not you borrow from the bank? Why I must borrow from the bank? Then you borrow from me. Okay, okay, Ladu. Please form a simple sentence using the word ongoing the current economic model makes poverty an ongoing issue okay very good all right asing form a sentence using the word ongoing sometimes ah uh, i like to put ice cream on going pisang no that's hey asing you can take your going pisang and okay english class with mina saleh Fly FM. An inactive World War II bomb was found inside a drain in Kepong. So Kepong is going to Kebom. <laughs> <laughs> so PDRM released a police statement and said that they got calls from people about this discovery of an old bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the bomb disposal unit immediately made its way to Jalan Taman Pusat Kepong, where the bomb was found. Thankfully, right, it was confirmed that the bomb was no longer active nor dangerous. Unlike Kepong lah. <laughs> Because the last I checked, the uh, kapong is still very active and quite dangerous. The bomb was probably scared to be in kapong. <laughs> If you're a bomb nerd, right, then this info would be quite interesting to you. It's barely white in color, uh-huh. and it's known as bomb mota practice 40 mm, <laughs> which was commonly used in military practice as well. Um, I grew up with bomb shells in my house, you know. Well, I also had a bomb shell in my house. Really? Yeah, me. <laughs> No, but really, why? Why do you have bombshells in your house? My father was in the military, what? Oh, yeah. So we had bomber, the bomber plane bombshells. We had missile shells. Like for decoration or what? Decoration, not then what for de- deterrent for bad behavior. <laughs> like, how extreme do you think my parents are? Like most would use the cane or the rotan. Mine use weapons of mass destruction. Is it? 
My dad right He once brought back A gun Like a shotgun Wow Yeah I don't know Where he got it from But it was in a case It was sealed So you know Quite safe And the gun wasn't Working anymore But he thought It was so cool He hung it up On the wall Of our living room What's with old people And weapons yeah? no, I know Seriously Seriously what? Maybe this is why The bomb ended up In Kepong Like yeah. some kids Doing Raya Was playing pop pops By the side of the road yeah. And the Atok saw And the Atok was like Oh Atok are the bomb <laughs> He goes to his house Takes his world war Atok are simpan Dua tahun ni Jom kita explode kan Lucky the bomb Didn't work anymore though Masuk angin already <laughs> Fly FM. People found a bombshell from World War II in Kapong recently. Luckily, it was just a shell and everyone's safe. But it got us talking and we found out Douglas used to have bombshells at home. <laughs> I had a gun in a case at home. Do you have any explosive stories, Billy? Hey, guys. Hi. Of course you have an explosive story yes. for us. I do have one. <laughs> and hope my dad's not listening. And recognize <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is in Bahrain. Okay. Somehow, one guy from my friend group got fireworks. Don't know how. Fireworks completely illegal in the Middle East. Oh, wait, wait, wait. And, wait you said fireworks is illegal uh, in Bahrain. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can't like buy it from the store. There's no pop-up even. So, yeah, my buddy's like, I got a bag of fireworks. Let's go use, <laughs> use it all. And, so, uh, I'm the you know expert because like, I'm Malaysian. So, <laughs> I tell the guys, you know, this one's fun, this one's not, I can't use. So what we did was we stayed in the car, went to like a uh, beach somewhere, and we just rolled down the car window, and then just lit it in the car and throw it out. We blew through all of the safe fireworks, right. and there's one guy, he pulled out like the bola api one. The one that makes a very loud pop. Ah, my uncle in Kedah used to, like, every raya, you would like, every raya, you would like, that was his favorite. It is deafening. My uncle has, has bad hearing. <laughs> my friend was holding that, and I tell him my uncle's story from Kedah, and he's still like, no, let's let's do it. It's, it sounds fun. And oh, no. What happened? So, like, he likes it, and then, he threw it out, but it like fell on his lap. No, and then, it fell in the oh car. Yeah, in the car, it dropped. It dropped in the car. It didn't go out the window. And I'm like, everyone get out of the car. <laughs> and he's like, oh, get out of the car really fast. And, and yeah, it's like a huge explosion. And we, the damage was pretty bad, lah. And yeah, so the car seats were all like this full of like suit, like just the black substance. Um, everything in the car was like shred tissue oh, boxes man. gone. Uh, my friend did not fix the car though, uh-huh. uh, which I'm cool with it because now because back then every time I went to this car, it just smelled like gunpowder. It smelled like Raya. It smelled, it smelled like <laughs> it reminded me of Malaysia. So, so nostalgic feelings flooding back. <laughs> oh, thanks, Billy. Thank you. This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from six to ten a.m. on Fly FM.